Uh, hi, I'm Nick Lenos. I'm Nick Jackson. And you're between two Nicks. Yeah. Uh, this one is not going to be funny, you guys. No. This is a somber movie. I... A sobering movie. Uh, I fucked up by picking this. We'll just say it right up front. Uh, I, I fucked up, but I didn't because no, yeah. it's an amazing movie. It really is. I can't say how good this movie is on first reaction. Uh, it's... I was blown the fuck away. Every performance was amazing. Yeah. You know who the dad, uh, her, uh, Aquafina's dad, Billy's dad, uh-huh. looked so familiar to me the whole time. I was like, dude, what is this guy from? He's the president of China in Veep. Oh, uh, I never watched Veep. Oh, dude, Veep is so I funny. Know, it's I know. so funny. You should watch it. Everyone but says it because I hate women. I haven't. I won't watch Veep. But I love uh, Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, I really do. She's hot in that show too. She's always been hot. Her weird dance. Her she fucks a lot in that glasses. show. <laughs> she fucks a lot in that show, and you're kind of like, mm. Mm, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> no, Veep is hilarious though. But um, he's also. I didn't know the kid from Hook was in Can't Hardly Wait. Nick's got this uh, Netflix playing in the background, <laughs> and it's showing like a bunch of movies, and uh, Can't Hardly Wait popped Jack. up, and Jack from Hook is in it, apparently. Okay, sorry. Got right. off topic. It's all right. The Farewell. The Farewell, for those of you who don't know, 2019, uh, directed by Lulu Wang, uh, also written by Lulu Wang, and it is 100% autobiographical about her family and their... Um, what they went through with their nine-nine, their grandmother. Yep, starring Aquafina, who I am. I know who Aquafina is because I've seen you know movies and Jumanji two comes to mind. She was oh she's in Jumanji two hilarious in it and she's great. I mean, uh, Crazy Rich a- Asians. She was really good in that. I as, never uh, saw Crazy Rich Asians. It's I mean, it's unfair that the two representations of Chinese culture, even though it, that's uh, not China, that's. Uh, I mean, it's China, but it's not China. It's what's it, it's right on the outskirts. They're, they, Hong Kong. No, that's Japan. Never mind. But, but it's unfair that our two representations of this culture are so. There's only two. You know, like it's when people talk about Americans talk about it, it's crazy rich Asians. Like how big this was, and you know why was that movie allowed to be that big when this should arguably be bigger. I this mean, is uh, this movie should be. Like more highly regard, I regarded. I got lost in my thought. Well, I'll say this: I've never seen Crazy Rich Asians, but I'll say this about the farewell: is it really gives you a look into Asian culture a lot more yeah. than any other movie I've really seen, yeah. besides maybe like Parasite. Yeah, but that's Korean. That's not Chinese culture. That's Korean. I really got the feeling that this showed you what it's like for someone that's Chinese, and but they're Chinese, but they they're Americans. They yeah. are Americans, and how, dude, yeah, how oh, even their parents, who, I mean, we, you know, we probably had a hard time understanding the mother when she was speaking English to her English, her American daughter, but then, but we think like, oh, they can't be that out of port space or uh, out of sorts with the their family in China, but no, it's, I mean, it is, it's such a divide, and it's so, dude, this movie says a lot of stuff that is really powerful, yep. like. It talks about, you know, besides the main theme of the movie, there's so many underlying themes of this movie. And I feel like there are characters that you can connect with yeah. in every 
you know, every character you can sort of see, you know, yeah, you can connect with in a way. It's a really well made script. Um, the Aquafina's performance is fucking oh, it's amazing. So great. I also liked um, her cousin, the the groom, yeah. How How. He was good. <laughs> he was so. That's a real story. <laughs> I'm sorry. They actually... We didn't do a summary of this movie, really. Okay, we just yeah. said it. So, <laughs> Aquafina gets a, finds out very early in the movie that her nai-nai, her grandmother, is dying in China. The whole family decides to go there on the pretense that her cousin, her father's how, how? Uh, brother's son, is getting married to a girl he's been dating for three months. Mm-hmm. The wedding is a sham. The wedding is a lie. It's not a real wedding. They are only having this wedding so they can all say their goodbyes to Is grandma. it a lie, though? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so that, they don't actually get married? I No. I think it's a fake wedding. I don't know how much they committed to that if they actually got married and then... I don't that's know what if there's I'm, a that, Chinese see, version of annulment is, but... See, that's what made me, like, really think is, like, did they actually get married or did they not? Like, it, the movie doesn't tell you. Yeah. I only know because I read into Lulu Wang and like she says it was a fake wedding oh okay like when she's reaccounting the real her. story was a fake wedding yes and I think they hint at that in this movie pretty strongly they do with, but you can't really tell yeah how uncomfortable the bride is and, yeah and the pictures and then the one time she isn't uncomfortable is when she's making her speech because she gets to you know talk and do something and like that's like a and she's speaking Japanese she doesn't yeah. know the Chinese she doesn't know Chinese language <laughs> dude Oh my god, this movie. The other thing, so, yeah. So they're basically all getting together for a family reunion to say goodbye to the grandma, but they've all decided to not tell her that she's dying. No, because in my favorite quote in the movie, uh, I cried at this point when they said it, Chinese people have, I'm not going to say it like that, sorry. I don't know why I started to do that. (laughs) Chinese people have a saying, you get cancer, you die. (laughs) That was the line. And I fucking love it because it's the whole idea and that... If, and then they say, if the cancer doesn't kill you, then the fear yes, will. It's not the it's not the cancer that kills you. It's the fear of the cancer that kills you. And that is what this whole movie is about. And it, it's about that, and it's also about the idea of the family carrying the burden for their their mother. That is a very powerful thing. Is uh, And it's such an interesting thing because... Um, you see the juxtaposition of the American philosophies behind yep. it with Aquafina when she's like, "We should tell them. We well, should when tell her." In the waiting room after the false scare during the wedding, yeah, they're like the father even says, "In America, we couldn't do this. This is illegal. This yeah. is, you cannot do this in other and in, I think anywhere it's, else." Isn't it his brother that says, um, "She's lived a long enough in life and carried enough burdens." on her back and now it's time for us to carry this burden for her yeah dude it makes you really think like ethically what would you do in that situation because like before this before i saw the movie i really was like dude that's kind of fucked up yeah but then out of context it sounds i I went into watching this movie thinking i'm no way ever going to agree with this family i'm with aquafina this is wrong on every level and not even 20 minutes into the movie i I see it. I realize it. I understand it. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, I fucking 100% understand it and wish that if I ever get cancer, just lie to me and don't tell me. See. It won't work, though, because I don't do Tai Chi. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing about uh, about that. It, it's, hmm, I was going to say something. Okay, this is what I was going to say. So this, 
if you know that this is a tradition, you're Chinese and you know that this is a tradition, wouldn't you be very suspicious if you're like, oh, I went to the doctor, everything was fine, but now right. all this family I haven't seen in 30 years is, is coming to say hey for this wedding. <laughs> like, you have no. to know. No, I mean, well, especially since Nai Nai did it to her husband. Uh, yeah, that's before. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she has to know that, like, she probably has cancer. I don't know. She didn't, though. Man. And that's what's great. Uh, we'll tell the listeners that don't know this, that this is really all real. This is what happened. You can do all the, watch all the interviews and stuff. And Nai Nai, the real life Nai Nai, didn't know as this movie premiered, didn't know it. She visited on set during the filming and she really thought it was just a movie. She knew it was a movie about her family because her real life sister is portraying the, uh, act, is the actress playing her real life sister in the movie, uh, Young Nai Nai. Her name's, uh... I forget. Little Auntie. Little Auntie, yeah. Uh, so she knew it was a movie about the family, but she just didn't... She still didn't know that she had the cancer. And this was years years before now at this point. Um, <laughs> she only found out that this movie... That she had terminal stage 4 cancer because the movie, when it was re-released in China, the title for the movie in Chinese is Don't Tell Her. And Fuck. the first review in a Chinese paper for the for the movie describes her by name. It says how this movie is about Nai Nai so-and-so and how her family lied to her about her stage 4 cancer. And then Nai Nai proceeded to call Lulu Wegg and say, I know, I know, this is about me, this is me, and... But she's still, she was still alive. She's still yeah. alive. At the end of the movie, it says Nai Nai lived another six years after her diagnosis. Which is, you said you didn't like it, but I loved it. I mean, it. if it's true, then that's different. Yeah. No, it is true. Yeah. I, I think I think it would have been more powerful if she would have died. See, because at this point, the very end of the movie, I'm looking at my cry notes now. I, uh, instead of my traditional notes, I keep, I just kept a cry count. I started... I have three pages of when I cried and for what reasons. And I was crying at the end of the movie already when they say their goodbye, when Aquafina and Nai Nai say goodbye and they're hugging. God, and dude. It's a real silent. Uh, Lulu Wang made these shots where they were like four feet, the camera's four feet away. It was a, not a long shot, but it was a it was a longer shot. And it's just a silent one of Nai Nai and Aquafina hugging. And... Um, Aquafina says stop crying Nai Nai and Nai Nai says I'm not crying stupid child and I lost it I lost it right then and dude then she gets in the car and like it's fun like I didn't lose it then I lost it when they got in the car oh and then, and then the grandma starts crying like yeah. when they're driving away that really got me and then the whole after that it goes to her bet Aquafina back in New York and I knew this was the ending the minute I saw the scene in the movie in the beginning I knew this was going to be the ending was Aquafina back in New York, walking on a crowded New York street, and she just looks up and does the Tai Chi, does the scream, Hi! And, you know, then the camera goes back to outside uh, Nai Nai's apartment, and all the birds leave the tree at that time. Because of the bird that visited her, Aquafina, in the opening scene in New York in her house, and then when she's in the hotel in China and the bird visits her again, when she did that Tai Chi scream... I really thought, and the birds leaving the tree, I thought that was Nai Nai dying. I did too. And I lost it. I did too. My, up until that point, I had marked my hardest cry, 
which was uh, Nine Eye by herself waiting for the X-ray. That got me the hardest. When those birds all left the tree, I lost it. I lost my shit. See, now, do you think the movie would have been better if that's no. if that would have happened? No, because then it goes to the end credits, and we see that she lived. She lived for six more years, and the damn end credit song is a. Uh, oh, it's that. I can't live without you. That cheesy fucking eighty song. Yes. But then it, it turns into the family doing karaoke, singing I Can't oh Live Without God. You. And yeah. you know she's alive. It got me even harder again, man. Dude, yeah. Uh the music I, in this movie is great. It's amazing. It's one of the things it should have been nominated for. This movie got snubbed so fucking hard and it, it really play it really just shows the racism of Hollywood. 100%. Because they're, they're, I guarantee this fucking big wig up in the fucking Academy was like, well, we already have one Asian movie that's yeah. nominated, yeah. Parasite. Yeah. It, it's fucked, dude. It's, Take the Irishman out. No one gives a no. fuck about Scorsese. Anything, I, I really think it would have knocked that or any of the other movies. I, I didn't even look because it's disgusting that this... Should have been nominated for at least ten Oscars. So the um, I looked at Best Actress, which Aquafina should have won. She should have been nominated at least. Yeah. So it the was, person that uh, won was Renee Zellweger for Judy. No. Yes. No. Yes, it was. You're looking in the wrong year. Nin- twenty nineteen. It was uh, what's her name for the favorite. Cosmos. Cosmos. That's not when this was not, would have been nominated. It would have been twenty twenty's Oscars, which was last year, because the. They do so the Oscars. Oh, because it's at. Oh. So they do them. They do it for the new year, but it's from the movies that happened the year before. Well, who won in twenty twenty? So, yeah, I, I want to know. Renee Zellweger for Judy Garland, playing Judy Garland in the movie Judy. I just watched that. That's when Parasite won. Was last uh, year. Okay, you're right. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm. Judy. Once again, I'm not. She was really good. Okay, the, that the, movie was hard to watch. She there's was, one on this list that right. should not have been nominated. It should have been Aquafina. Yeah. So Judy Garland for Judy. Yeah. Um, I forget her name. She played Harriet Tubman in that movie Harriet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was uh, Sayorsi, whatever her name is from Little Women. For Little Women. For the movie Little Women. Okay. Sayorsi something. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. And this is the one that I think should have been Aquafina was um, Charlize Theron for Bombshell. No, that's wrong. It should have been Aquafina for The Farewell, honestly. Yeah. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Like, I don't know anything about Bombshell. I never saw it. But I looked at, like, yeah. the synopsis and I was like, how? Yeah. How? That's wrong. I mean, honestly, any of those other than... Judy Garland or uh, Renee you, Zellweger. I mean, I, I, it's the only one I've seen out of that list. I have not seen. The, I get why the Harriet Tubman thing was nominated. Yeah, I, I I can't comment on the rest of them because I've yeah, seen them, same with Little Women for me because uh, Florence yeah. Pugh, um, the woman who's in uh, Mid Midsummer, mm-hmm. she was nominated for Best Supporting for that movie, and the the, the supporting actresses uh, Scarlett Johansson was nominated for Jojo Rabbit. So she was Scarlett Johansson was nominated for mm. Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. I feel like they put in all these Netflix movies because that's what Marriage Story was was a Netflix movie yeah. or whatever. I feel like they peppered them in every category just to prove a point and to like. It's dumb, dude. And the, because they wanted to justify a, doing it for Scorsese. A twenty four gets constantly 
fucking... Dude, and this is A24. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It gets... Uh, first PG movie by A24. Is it PG? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It gets constantly... A24 gets constantly fucking snubbed. And they make, honestly, some of the best movies that's come out. Yeah. That has come out. And I'm sitting here wearing an Uncut Gems t-shirt. You really are. <laughs> and, dude, I mean... I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of me saying that Adam Sandler was snubbed again. <laughs> Safety brothers were definitely snubbed. Lulu Wang was 100% snubbed. Yeah. No, this is... It makes me want to boycott... I mean, I already don't watch it, or re, but I think steps need to be made that this is wrong. This is just wrong. It, it's, it's just like... I feel it has to change now. Like, the the world we live in now with movies the and what's happening... It makes me it wonder what's going to gonna be nominated this year. I mean, I don't even know, man. I really don't even know. You think The Invisible Man might be? Which Invisible Man? With Elizabeth Moss? I I did not watch that, but... I I didn't either. I don't think so. I've heard it's good. (laughs) It's supposed to be, like, about, like... It's, like, domestic violence or something. Dude, he's a rapist in that movie! I know. (laughs) He rapes a woman! Yeah... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that was said way too lovingly I'm just gonna say that I just love me my bacon man Love me my bacon I do too uh, I love a bacon What's the best Kevin Bacon movie? I mean It's probably a three way tie Between Footloose uh, Tremors And Cop Car I'm gonna say Tremors Death Sentence and Death Sentence <laughs> yeah, I knew you would <laughs> Love Death Sentence dude uh, I mean, but he's got a lot. Of and Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, Pitchfork, right? No, it was uh, an arrow. Is it? Yeah, it, it's an arrow that goes. Oh, up you're throat. right. You're right. The chick gets the pitchfork. Yes. Same thing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we touched briefly on this. This movie was made for three million dollars. Three million U.S. dollars. It uh, box office twenty two point five million. And it was a it was a, a not a wide release movie. No, it no, was it wasn't limited run. Very limited run. Um, I think it should have been nominated for at least ten Oscars: best picture, best sound editing, best sound writing, best actress, supporting actress, best director. Who would you have done for supporting actress? Nai Nai. Uh, Nai Nai or Young Nai Nai, or Young uh, auntie, Little Auntie, Little Auntie, or the mom. Literally anybody in this. The dad was good. The dad was amazing. The one of the parts that almost got me was when, um, how how the 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 groom, mm-hmm. when he um, walks up to the bar to cry. Oh my god, dude! Because you you like it, the actors in this movie like they make you feel where they are, where they're like. Yes. We know that this person's dying yes. and we can't tell them and we're saying goodbye to them I don't like, speak for Chinese. the last time. I don't speak Chinese. I'd like to pretend that I can after I watch a bunch of movies. I don't <laughs> speak Chinese. I knew the entire movie that Aquafina, th- whether she did or not, n- thought she spoke poor Chinese. Like, I understood that. Mm-hmm. Without her saying it until... She only says that in the last ten five minutes of the movie. I understood it because of the way she was acting. I understood that there was a language barrier without them saying it before, you know, that Hao Hao probably doesn't speak that much Chinese because he moved to Japan when he was a very, you know. Mm -hmm. I understood all these things because all the acting at every level is perfect. Another part that really got me in this movie was when um, I thought it was super powerful when they're all eating and talking and Aquafina sits down at the piano that she hasn't played. 
That was my... And starts just... Second biggest cry. I have it marked here. That was at minute 53. uh, Aquafina playing piano in background, then becomes foreground. Second hardest cry. Uh, What was your first hardest again? It was... it was Graham Nainai waiting after the wedding, or it's before the wedding. It's when she goes for the checkup before the wedding. Oh, and she's waiting. Nainai, she's waiting it for the x-ray after the American doctor, or the uh, Chinese doctor who speaks English, explains to Aquafina why this is why they're doing it and how it's not It's a good wrong. lie. Yes. Yeah. And then it goes to Nainai just waiting uncomfortably for an x-ray. And the gown and the shot is fucking beautiful and perfect and so sad and it's just i thought it i thought the another good shot in the movie was when um aquafina runs to get the test results yes yes and so this brings up the fact that i so let me see one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three there are twenty three I'm going to call them segments where I cried in this movie. Wow. 23. The longest in between any of them was 12 minutes. I went 12 minutes in this entire hour and 39 minute movie without crying. Um, I mean, I guess that makes me a monster because I only cried at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I made it through the opening scene. The opening scene is Nai-Nai for the first time at the hospital when she's calling Aquafina when she's calling Aquafina she's lying to her about where she is that was the f- I didn't cry I thought the first scene's over it was about a 10 minute scene I was clear that scene's over I'm like I'm good this isn't going to be as bad as I thought it was uh minute 13 I started bawling um it's <laughs> I, I, and then I was like, oh, I'm fucked. Because it was <laughs> just them eating. Um, I cried every time people were eating. It wasn't because I was Because you were like, oh, it's their last meal. It, it, there's something about family and the sharing of food. It's why I've been Dude. a chef my entire life. It's why that is something that is very almost part of my religion is food and the sharing of food with your family. And they have some good feasts, dude. They have some good-looking feasts. On a side note, I was so sad after this movie. I'll show you the picture at the end of the podcast. So you, can, I took a selfie of myself immediately after this movie to show how red my face was. <laughs> you got to post that on the Insta. Yeah, I might. I might. You should. I might. Uh, <laughs> I immediately left here and went and ordered Chinese food. <laughs> I sat in the parking lot of Asian Walk, which is the closest Chinese restaurant to my house, and I cried and ate lo mein in my truck. <laughs> It was a bad low main. I have a stomach ache. I still don't feel well because of it. Their food was so amazing. It looked Dude, those so meat pies good. looked bomb. The fucking meat pies. The the wedding banquet. I am putting Ooh. this out there. If anyone can get me in as a plus one to a ch- Chinese wedding, I need to experience that. I promise you I will not be weird. I will learn the drinking games because they're drinking Dude, that drinking games. game looks fun. Oh, I, I'm... Not going to do it again because it's going to sound horrible. It's like, oh, it's like they say a word and then they say another word at the end of it while they're making a chicken I think thing. it's counting. I think it's because it's, there's an Italian one too where they do the counting and then I think it's counting and emotion and then the name they end on on the end is the name it goes to. Well, I think it's like they say like. To me, okay, this is how I... Ho-Ho sucked at it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, what was it? How-How? How-How. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> he he was drinking. <laughs> oh my god! But it's crying. So, I, from what I understand, like it would be like me saying cheese, 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 nacho, and then you say nacho, 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 something like. But I think it ends with the. Uh, you don't just point at the person, right? You have to say their name. No, I I it, don't think it. Maybe it is because the last one always was ho, how how. They all, everybody was saying how ended on how, how, and then it would go to him and he'd say my, he'd say his name or he'd say yeah. someone else's name or he'd say whatever it was. Or he couldn't think of a word. Yeah. I don't fucking know. But I think he was distracted though too. I mean, obviously it's his fake wedding and he's sitting next to it. Oh, the wedding scene. Um, I wrote it down exactly what it was. I I started a little bit in the opening pictures. I was a little wrong. when they're when they're trying to take the picture and he's crying. Yeah. Oh God, no! That was the lat the family photo. Yeah. That was so great because everyone's kind of smiling. Then How How's in the back, just like not smiling, all like crying. trying hard not to cry. Yeah. Dude, the, the part th- where he goes to the bar though, and uh, it's a slow motion of him just breaking, openly down. sobbing. Yeah. And then Aquafina escorts him out, but. That's rough, dude. Seeing Nai-Nai with the three grandpas, she calls them, the three grandfathers, which at first I was like, oh, these are going to be three friends from their from grandpa who we don't know. And she was in the war? She was in the war, <laughs> and these are her three comrades from the war. And like the little guy's like, oh, Nai-Nai, I was going to take you off and you swept, sweep you off your feet, but then you caught that bullet and you got carried away, away from me. <laughs> and like... You could tell he still wanted I it. I fucking lost my shit again, man. That was probably the third hardest cry was him, like... And then the three of them, they all know. Everyone at this wedding knows what's happening. Except for Nai-Nai. Oh, man. So, I have a question for you. What do you think is the the most powerful scene in the movie from a story uh, perspective, and what do you think is the most powerful scene in the movie from a filmmaking perspective? Um, fuck you. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll give mine. Yeah. Um, I think the most powerful from a story perspective. <laughs> I'm just you're making me cry. <laughs> That's why I'm saying fuck you. We said it was going to be a wet ass podcast. Um, it is. A, it is. <laughs> I uh, I think the most. Uh, powerful scene from a a storytelling standpoint would be uh, when Aquafina's talking to the doctor in English and she doesn't know what they're saying. Nine-Eye doesn't know what they're saying. That's pretty... Um, That's up there. Yeah, and I think the most powerful scene from a uh, filmmaking point of view would be uh, Aquafina playing the piano. Yeah. Um, Just the way that they're all talking... And she just is going into this, like, intensely sad piano song. The camera's, you know, behind everybody. Aquafina's facing the camera at the piano, out of focus. Everybody behind her, around the table... Is talking. They're starting to eat again. And they're talking. They're having their own thing. And she just starts, like, seeing if the piano's in tune. It's like like she's... Making a note. Making a note. And then, as they're talking, and it's kind of normal, like... She's hearing them in normalcy behind her, like talking about things that don't aren't don't fucking matter. And then she's just overtook by this emotion, and the you can see, you can feel the emotion yeah. in her playing. Do you know who played that? She did, and right? Lulu Wang. 
Oh, Lulu Wang played it? She played piano in the film, and I'm assuming that's the piano she played. She had to have. Yeah, I mean... I think Aquafina can play the piano, though. I meant to say that earlier. I know who Aquafina is, but I've never heard any of her music. Okay, I don't even know. It's it, she's uh, she's a rapper. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just gonna. She's not terrible, good. but she's not great. Does she have more than three songs? She's a much better actress. I do love her as an actress, I and do. I wish her acting name wasn't Aquafina. I don't care. I think that's hilarious. It just it. I mean, is it supposed to? Be that's something? her rapper name. Is that supposed to... Is it mean something more than what I'm... Making? Water? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I like that. <laughs> I, like, I really like that. It's like... Yeah, I mean... Bottled water. There's, some, there's something about bottled water. But that she spells strong... it A-W-K-W-A. Yeah. Aquafina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. I love her as an actress. She's great. She's so good in this movie. Have you seen her new TV show? No. Uh, Aquafina is Nora from the Bronx. I think is what it's called. Interesting. I think it's on. I made a note of it. I didn't make a note. My note is Aquafina's in a show called Aquafina is Nora from the Queens. Is it good? I also lost it when um, I, I got real close to tears when um, Nine Eye says to Aquafina, when you get married, I'm going to make your wedding. Don't. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. And you can just see. The pain in Aquafina's yeah. face knowing that it's not going to happen. Uh, but that also is another subtext of the movie. Yeah. Is Aquafina's uh, 31 in this movie and she's not married. And everyone's, you know, it's that same thing where everyone's like, well, when you get married, when, yeah. when are you going to get married? Yeah. But I think it's awesome in this movie because they flip it. Like, it's not the stereotypical thing where Aquafina says... I'm fine by myself and I'm I'm an independent person. Yeah. And then the grandma's like, Yeah, but you need someone to take care of you. Well, when Graham when Nine Eye comes to her defense at the end and she's like, career first, then yes. oh my But also but also I think exactly been at twenty two. I, I think Nine Eye changes her mind of course she when does. when uh Aquafina uh throws it back in her face. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, Billy, you need someone to take care of you when you get old and he's and she goes uh, is that why you keep Mr. Lee around? I'm so glad we got to Mr. Lee because Mr. Lee is fucker. kind of hilarious. <laughs> he just eats and leaves. Do you think they're fucking? When he's at the, the wedding, <laughs> he's at the wedding. Everyone's crying and everyone's he's just crying, filling just his face, shoveling noodles into his mouth. <laughs> oh my god, Mr. Lee is a, is a trip. So Mr. Lee is like this dude who was. Uh, Nine Eye's neighbor, but lives with him sometimes. Yeah. Lives with her sometimes. It basically like Just takes care of her, helps her out. Uh, doesn't take care of her really, because that's uh, young auntie's job, and they have a maid. But uh, he's just. I think it's a Chinese thing. I think like. But do you think he's fucking her? No, no. So do you think he just comes over and eats and leaves? No, he has a room. He, his room is right next to Nine Eye's because you saw that at the end of the movie when yes. he fills the water pot for her for her feet, and then he goes into his room and fills his water pot for his feet. He lives in her house with her. And I think it's because of, like, a Chinese uh, culture thing that we don't understand where there has to be a man of the house. And since her husband died all those years ago, it was expected of her to have a man of the house. Yeah. Because there has to be a man of the house. Mm-hmm. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I really don't know. This is just me going off of movies. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <clears throat> we're probably way off base because we're not Chinese, but, yeah. you know. Once again, 
please. This uh, movie is, yeah, I can't state enough how how good this movie is. I really thought at the end after I watched it, um, I really was like, man, this is a, a perfect A twenty four movie. Like it's. Yeah. It's one of those type of movies, just like A24 is so good at making, where it's multiple different emotions and depths of the story that you can see into, like, made into a perfectly executed movie. And that's why I love that production company, is they take take the risks. I'm going to say it's not a perfect A24 movie. It's just a perfect movie. Well, I'm saying, like, it's a perfect... It's a perfect... um, like if you were to tell someone like man A24 oh, yeah. you should watch an A24 yeah. movie. Yeah. Like that's one that you could that like okay this Across is like the board. This yeah. Is, yeah. Like it, it describes what A24 yeah. as a production company does. I'm not going to tell my neighbor to watch The Lighthouse no. because <laughs> but The Farewell yeah. anyone could watch it and it's emotional, it's a great movie, it's <clears> funny, <throat> it's shot amazingly. I know there are definitely people that shouldn't watch this. Uh my little brother will never watch this movie. <laughs> Why do you uh, think that? Because he'll cry? Because we talked about it this morning. Oh, and he he'll said never it. never watch this movie. It was really hard for me to watch this movie. Uh, I am a... Before the movie even ever came out, I was a grandma's boy. I was never a mama's boy or a daddy's yeah. boy. I was a grandma's boy. I spent a lot of time with my grandma. I did a lot of activities with my grandma. Uh, you know? Yeah. I just... The other thing I wanted to get into which is might might bring up some emotion but as people this is a another subtext thing it's never specifically stated in the movie but it is definitely something that you can you can take away from the movie mm-hmm. is the fact that as two people that don't live near our families it makes this movie harder to watch yes because you feel for Aquafina and her family where it's like, I haven't come back in 20 years. Yep. Like I, I haven't seen you. I talk to you all the time, but I haven't actually seen you face to face in years. And knowing that this is the last time I'm going to see you, you can, you, uh, it takes away that, you know, you can take away that whole thing of like, don't break for a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah. The way that this movie is, it, it like, you know, I, as I was saying, is like people that don't live near our families. It, it, there is a hidden message where it's like, you know, it's almost like don't take your family for granted type yeah. of thing, you know? For full disclosure, we are just back from a break. I had to take a break because I had was overcome with feeling. Um, do not shy away from your question. I'm fine now. It's all right. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Yes. That is a huge part of this movie. A huge part of this movie. And it... I can't... Your question before all that was, uh, what do you think the strongest... Uh, cima- cinematic. Cinematic uh, scene was and storytelling scene was, correct? Yes. Uh, for me, one of the strongest storytelling... Ep- in a movie full of it. I mean, it's hard to pick a one scene for me in this hour of 39, but... For me, it was when Aquafina was talking to her mother about the loss of the grandfather and how they had just left home. She was so young, she left home. And while they were gone those first few years, the grandfather passed away. She never got to see him again. And how when they came back the next time to China, he was just gone. That, for me, that story, that was 
that was the most powerful thing in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, it really, that really affected me. I thought that was the most powerful storytelling. Um, Filming-wise, it was um, Lulu Wang's choices of the shots. And it's that... That far shot, it's not quite a far shot. Um, when I think far shots, I think of like Tarantino where the, you know, yeah. 30 feet, 40 feet. Mm-hmm. These were less than six feet far shots. But the way they were shot, the opening scene is that of the camera set away from the wall and it's just focused on the wall for a long mm-hmm. time. The movie is cut up in those. Uh, they're about every 15 minutes, the camera just starts removed from the whole scene. And those to me were the most powerful scenes. Uh, in a filmmaking sense and it's just the way they held the whole movie together and the way they told the story um yeah it really got me yeah i think this i think the biggest thing that this movie suffered from in in the oscars was tokenism is is um it should have been nominated but because of the tokenism of the academy awards they think oh well parasite is good enough yeah which i mean parasite it's different. I mean, I can't. You can't really say Parasite's a better movie than The Farewell. I mean, I'm gonna say a Parasite in my ratings. The way I give things to ratings, Parasite's a nine. Farewell's a ten. Wow. This is my first ten we've done. Okay. Uh, I I mean I'm jumping ahead here to my ratings. No, we we can go into that. Now. It's a fucking ten. Wow. This movie is perfect on every level for me. Maybe that's because I am very strong demographic for this. Like, yeah. I can Give really understand parents. a lot of this movie. Um, it's a 10. It is perfect. I would not change one thing about this. Yeah. I know when you said the ending, but to me, that ending is perfect. And it it's so overwhelming. It, it, it's just, whew, yeah, this is a fucking 10, man. Would and you recommend it, it? Yes. Yes. I don't care if you don't like subtitles or anything. This movie needs to be recognized. And it it's it didn't I think it did well in other uh award things. Yeah, uh, and people talked about it a lot, yeah. but uh people talked about it a lot also in the sense that it got shit on by the yeah. Academy. I am super glad I didn't go see this in theaters. <laughs> this is yeah. not a movie I could have handled in theaters. Yeah. Um, um by myself in my basement. I kind of wish my wife would have sat with me, but I'm kind of glad she did it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was hard. It's not a. I mean, it's it's a good movie, but it's not. You're, you're not, gonna you're gonna feel your feelings. Yeah, and at the end of the movie, I cried a lot in the movie because of how sad it was and how overwhelmed I was with feeling. But the ending of the movie, when I'm crying, it's a happy cry. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think that's important. It I ends think. beautifully. Yeah, and. The, throughout the whole movie it's all it's pepper there's buckshot of humor in the whole movie that is just how well it's done how well that it can go from me so uncontrollably crying to laughing and i can't think of another movie that does it this well and are are you interested to see if lulu wang makes another movie i will Will you watch it she will always be on my list of directors i'm waiting for do so you think she's up there with eggers and ari aster and... oh 100 percent. yeah i agree 100 percent. because i can't i could find things wrong in those other movies i yeah. could find things i don't like in those other movies even with this overwhelming uh subject matter of the farewell i can't find anything wrong with this movie it's yeah. i did not expect to enjoy it as much as i did and to leave with what i left with it yeah I, you know i just kind of thought it was going to be i don't know 
I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it it blew me out. I have been wanting to watch this movie basically since it came out, since I heard... We joked about going to see it in movies. And we had just, I mean, we were new in our friendship then, and I was like, I I can't go see that with you. And you kind of made a joke about it, but like, I really don't think we would be... We might be close to friends if we sat next to each other in the theater and watched this, honestly. But same time, I think you'd probably think I was weird. <laughs> I think you would think I was weird because I'd be sitting there stone faced, and you're sobbing, and I'm yep. just like, I mean, I mean, it was sobbing. It was a quick rundown. I just have to mention it because I think people don't believe that I, the the crying I did. First cries thirteen minutes in. Uh, <laughs> Second cry, 16 minutes in when Nai Nai says, you stupid child. I cried at 18 minutes when she, uh, Aquafina says she swam here. <laughs> I only cried at that joke because Nai Nai says, how'd you get here, stupid child? And she looks at her and the, and the camera's doing that far shot again and, and Aquafina just flaps her hands and says, I swam here. And as she was doing it, before she flapped her hands, I was crying and saying, I bet she swam there. Like I <laughs> wanted that to be the joke and it was. Uh, that was at 18 minutes. At 20 minutes, I cried because the grandkids were talking to Nai Nai with food at the table. 26 minutes, I cry when Nai Nai's doing Tai Chi. And then that immediately turns into a laughing cry because the Tai Chi scene is so great and so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, 32 minutes, I cry when Aquafina explains she takes care of herself. 42 minutes, I cry when Nai Nai coughs. And then straight into a laughing because Aquafina, it cuts to Aquafina with the cupping marks on her back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> an intensely sad moment. And then Aquafina, like, so sad, but has all these black ash marks on her back. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it goes straight to the umbrella scene where the family just, they're running to the hospital because Nai Nai got rushed to the hospital. This scene is, this is a true far shot. It's great. The family's lost. They don't know how to get to where they're going. It's raining, they break an umbrella, funny, Uh, then that's minute 45, then minute 49, I'm crying because the doctor is speaking English to Aquafina, and you're learning what it all is, minute 50 is Nai Nai by herself for the x-ray, this was my hardest sob, I actually really paused the movie and had to collect myself before I continued on, Uh, straight into minute 53 then, Aquafina playing the piano, and that was, I mean, two back to back, and that is the like halfway mark of the movie that's when at this point you think she's dead like this is it like is she even gonna see the wedding is she even gonna say goodbye to these people um 57 they go to the grandfather's grave site we didn't even talk about this and they have oh uh, yeah the good they all together as a family for the first time in 20 years go to the grandfather's grave site and they do their chinese ritual which is just hilarious i love when he's like i forgot about that i love when he's like here have a smoke dad and he he's quit. like he quit and he's like no he didn't he, he just told he you he just did. told you he quit and she's like no he quit his last week <laughs> like, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah the last week i'm before i die from lung cancer i'll probably quit too because i can't get out of bed oh um that goes right to a minute uh hour and six then is the uh Grand, talking about grandpa and like and now it just progressively gets worse uh what about we didn't talk about the scene where aquafina catches her dad smoking cigarettes what did oh, you that's think about coming that up. that's coming up that that could have been the one scene i didn't need yeah if anything and it was more because 
I didn't need it. It didn't need to be said because we already knew everything. Yeah. The only reason I would have not had it is because I have no idea where they were. Where were they? You know, like... Yeah, it didn't... It seemed not weird. Part of, that's not Nai Nai's house. That's not their hotel. They're just in a random, like, building. That's not a big enough thing to, for me to even take away a point from it or anything. It's just... I did not know that scene, where that scene was happening. And it was more of a... But it was all right. And it was just more of the brother talking. And it wasn't It wasn't very long either. No, it was short. It wasn't... I didn't feel like it really added anything. I bet I will see something on the rewatch, which yeah. will probably never happen. But <laughs> see? Okay. So keep going with your... Uh, I mean, it just, and then we get into the wedding and it's every six, every three minutes I cry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't need to go further than that. And I talked, I jumped into the ending right off the bat because the ending really was powerful for me. Uh, and it, it's the whole movie and is the ending for me because I'm crying because I'm so sad. And then right as the end credits roll, you find out she's, she's alive. And then that in, in with the song, I'm now happy crying. And it's yeah. not the sad crying that it was the rest, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. So 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, watch that's, it. That's... And I suggest it. Yeah. I don't know if it's one. I don't know if you should buy it. <laughs> I don't know if there's a lot of rewatch on it. <laughs> See, okay. So that, that plays into my rating. Um, I I would say it's a nine out of 10 for me. And the only reason it's not a 10 out of 10 is I put a lot of, I put a lot of stock into rewatchability for my ratings. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't like, I know that probably in my life I will rewatch this movie. Yeah. But it's already so like emotionally driven that you have to, it's not a movie that yeah. like i could just put on just you know anytime you really have to prepare yourself to watch it yeah um and it's a really fucking good movie yeah but the only thing i'll say that makes it for me not a 10 out of 10 is the rewatchability yeah like with with my movies that i give 10 out of 10s to like um you know gremlins i gave that a 10 out of 10 i would say back to the future yeah. it's like i could watch that movie Every single day for months. Yep. And I would still enjoy it just as much. This movie, I don't know that I would want to. It's not that I wouldn't enjoy it, because I know I would. It's just, it's so emotional. Yeah. It's so powerful. It's, yeah, it's, that's the only thing I think that doesn't make it a 10 for me. And it's not because it's a bad movie. It's just because of how emotionally driven the movie is. So if ours was, if our scale was less personal and more technical, if you were rating this just on a technical level as, as a film, uh, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Objectively. Objectively. Yeah. Objectively. I think it would be. Cause that's not rewatchability. Isn't really. I mean, I guess even that should be in a technical objective. Well, no, because you can watch a movie like, okay, this is how I in a world where you don't rewatch movies. Yeah, yeah, and you're just basing it. So, like, I'm trying to think of a movie that's really good that I don't really want to watch again. Um, I mean, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, it's a good movie. I don't really want to watch it again. Yeah. 
Um, Ganjiam Haunted Asylum. Great movie. Don't want to watch it again. Um, I've seen that goddamn movie three times this year. And I'm done, dude. I'm done. I'm picking it next year. God damn it. Um, from a technical standpoint, I, I think for, I think objectively it's probably a 10 out of 10. Yeah. But um, subjectively... In my opinion, it's a nine. Yeah, um, that's just how I feel. Uh, I'm gonna spend the forty dollars to buy the Criterion Blu-ray when it comes out. I know <laughs> I am because this—it's a great movie. Yeah, it and I will—I'll rewatch it. I it's, was pissed because they had this on a Black Friday sale this year for five bucks on Blu-ray. Yeah, and I missed it because I slept in. But it, it is a really good one. I'm glad I chose it. Um, definitely would recommend it 100%. This is a movie you could watch with anyone. Yeah. Um, anyone you'd, you feel comfortable crying in front of, um, just, just prepare yourself. You know, it's, there's a lot of emotion going on in this movie. I, I feel with most a 24 movies, you have to kind of be prepared to watch something that is, yeah. that is, um, emotionally driven. It's funny because I, uh, <laughs> Our next movie, which I was going to pick, uh, was going to be another A24, uh, the Sofia Coppola on the rocks, starring uh, Rashida Jones and Bill Murray as her playboy father. Um, you talked me out of it because, as you so gracefully put, Bill Murray is of that age where any movie he is in, he could die. And I don't think I could take it. I, I don't... <laughs> Not after the farewell. Uh, we want to do no. something kind of fun or like fun to us like maybe a horror movie yeah i think we were talking about hunter 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 uh it's a ifc midnight uh movie it's about a werewolf or something i think it's just a normal wolf that likes eating people which is fucking cool by me yeah um and that's both of these episodes are going to come out today yeah or tomorrow most likely today yeah. uh and then next week we are going to do a nub, another uh we're going to do another double recording um but we're going to save one of the episodes i think yeah. for the keep a backup for the log mm-hmm. um it's a special one next week oh yeah it's a special uh 2021 uh feature uh i'll give you hints it is uh okay it's a movie from the early, what were the 90s? Yeah, it's a 90s, 90s. movie uh, taking place in the year 2021. Yep. Uh, I've never it. seen it. That's it. That's all I'm going to give you. Uh, if you can guess it. Email us. You get a sticker. You get a, a, a big old like <laughs> on, your, on your email. I will like your Instagram because I'm really bad at liking people that follow us and like us. <laughs> so if you figure out this riddle, I'll like you back. Yeah. Uh, email and Instagram are between two nicks. Uh, emails at gmail.com. Instagram, between two nicks. You guys know this by now. Yep. It's, the, it's the, the numeral two, not, the, not spelled out. You know, two. between two Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Uh, next week, the super special uh, 
2021 episode. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. We will probably be doing Hunter Hunter. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye.